Today's guest is a longtime friend of mine, Brent Germany. Brent is a top real estate team leader here in the North Dallas area. His team helps hundreds of families every year buy and sell. And he has a great insight on what's going on in the market. We talk about, of course, real estate, living in North Dallas, and entrepreneurship. Thanks for joining us. At Keller Williams, I think, right? Yes. You were thinking about advertising on Zillow. Was and that called? Weird? Yeah, and called to ask. And, and you were doing the, it first? Yeah, I was. I know. I, it probably breaks your heart. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I'd been doing it for a while. I had been advertising with them for a while. And then you're like, hey, I want to know about the Zillow. And I don't remember who the sales manager was. Was it Nick Sfredo? Yeah, it was Nick Sfredo. So did he tell me to call you? I don't know. I think it was somebody at Keller Williams. I think so too. Who said, hey, talk to this guy. He wants to know about it. Tammy. Yeah. And and so then I came over and we started chatting and kept chatting. The rest is history. (laughs) The rest is history. Now, were you across across the parking lot? Then you moved over. Yeah. Then I was able to, an office opened up right across from you and you had like (laughs) three Worst mistake of your life. (laughs) Worst mistake. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I did get the impression that when I left to come to Compass that you were like, you left before me. (laughs) But it gave you back an office. Uh, Well, it was really funny too, because I feel like Keller Williams stuck us across the hallway on purpose because we're we're rowdy, you know? A little bit. We're okay. Also, I think we built our businesses on leads, which is for a lot of agents kind of confusing. It can be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting that you say that because I just had to do my continuing education in, oh, in Florida. This well, in Florida. Oh, snap. And I've never done anything with it. And I was, yeah. I was actually saying, like, do I even like want to do this? There's so uh-huh. much business here in DFW. Do I need to keep going? Yeah. And uh, the answer to me is probably no. But let's take a couple classes and keep it just in case. But I'm having to learn. It's like learning about appraisals and things like that that you uh-huh. already know. Yeah. And... Uh, it talked about leads and purchasing leads uh-huh. and it's like it's the worst idea you could ever do and it's like that's what they they teach you in your continuing ed in florida, florida. and i i've <laughs> built a business on it right so it's, it's so this is crazy. a struggle that i have with the real estate industry overall i just start the podcast bashing, <laughs> bashing the industry around. but i think a lot of agents are old-fashioned in their thinking like they don't always treat it like a business because the business would say, how do we acquire more customers? Right. Okay, well, we're going to market or we're going to buy leads. And right, and they just figure it out. But agents are like super against that. The industry is changing. Yeah. The, the days of having your picture on your sign in the front yard are, <laughs> are over. Your glamour shot. It's, yeah. It's, well, a lot of people that are glamour shot, I, I meet them in person. And it's, it's like, that's pretty not old. You. That's not you. We, we take photos twice a year on our team. And then sometimes I'm like... I kind of want to use an old photo, but I better not. <laughs> well, you know, you and I like to talk about technology yeah. and we could go down a rabbit hole on yeah. all, on all, all of that. that. And I do think, though, that with the rise of AI, we're going to see huge differences. I mean, we're, we use it to write our property descriptions right now. Yeah. So, and it churns it out. And I feel like it gives seconds. us a 75, 80% solution. And then you like humanize it a little more, add some extra emotion. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. but I do think with, again, lead generation, we think about, uh, who's your inside salesperson that's mm-hmm. calling leads and warming them up and doing all that. Are yeah. you trying to build this department out as a team and pay these, these salaries and bonuses? And I think AI is going to come in and just, text message it there are things being done right now where you couldn't tell the difference when you got a phone call right. and it's not a person yeah google called me the other it's day it's the matrix yeah it, it is i go back and it's forth skynet with this. It's like skynet there's, your, skynet there's you an older reference i um i go back and forth with this though because i like the part of me gets really excited about the technology and like, i love the possibility and leveraging it but then i'm like there's some downsides here too that are some people are going to get probably crushed by the technology wave that's happening or the revolution that's happening. It's going now. to put a lot of companies out of business. Yeah. And that stinks for those companies. Yeah. I think that in real estate, there's always going to be a need for the agent. Well, it's, it's an emotional business it and is. they need a human component. Well, the biggest thing that we teach our agents on the team is like, it's it, the house is nice. That's the vehicle. Yeah. But it's relationships. Right. And, and you don't generally get that through like just lead generation. So you have to know how to talk to people correctly. Yes. And it's really not hard. 
We're you, just people. Yeah. It's so fun too when you did help somebody buy a house and then three months later they invite you over and right. it's like their home and they're like, come over and have a drink. We want to show it to you. And you're like, okay, this is real. Because the magic wasn't the structure. It was like the family and the memories that are created inside of it. And I think where that gets tough is, especially for me, and this is more of a personal like revelation, uh-huh. I guess, is I have friends that, you know, I had kids later in life. I had my kids when I was 37, I guess. And uh, I have lots of friends that had kids earlier. And I just get yeah. so mad that they didn't want to hang out. Uh-huh. Like, like, what's the deal? And now they're just laughing at me. Like, hey, you want to go do something? Because my, my kids are old. And I was like, I can't. And they're like, <laughs> this is where I... You yeah. finally get it. And the reason I say that is even with clients that you go like, man, we're friends. And they want to hang out. And you're like, I just, I'm so wiped after... Because we go to work all day. Mm-hmm. And then it's piano, yeah. piano lessons and baseball lessons yeah. and baseball coaching and games on the weekends. Like, you don't have time to really have a social life at all because your social life is your family, which is awesome. I mm-hmm. wouldn't change it for it the is. world. But the way to remedy that is client events. More of them have happy hours. It doesn't have to be everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And and I encourage our agents on our team to leverage their partners, our lending partners, our um, title partners, or whoever it is, to go out and hey, you you know, you're two years into this. How many clients do you really have? Past clients, thirty. Yeah, well, that's easy. That's thirty relationships too, though. It, it like is thirty families that have been impacted. It is so, and it's if you take that approach, I think it just takes you to the next level because, uh, again, uh, you know, I'm in coaching, and yeah. <laughs> and with that. We, one of the things I love most about coaching is the mastermind mm-hmm. with other agents, with other team leaders uh, around the country. And I was talking to someone in, we had a mastermind in Mexico in January. We do it in Mexico every year. Nice. Yeah, it is. And I brought the kids and it was great. And I talked to him and he does, you know, four or 500 deals a year, That's transactions a, lot of a year. He has his own little micro team and he does 165 by himself, wow. which, which is amazing. And I said, you know, out of that, how much is that, you know, lead generation? He's like, oh, like 35%. Uh-huh. And and you and I are kind of the opposite end of that spectrum. Yeah, we're probably 65%. But, you know, yeah. we're being foolish. We have yeah. to fix it. And that's those are things that we're fixing now because, you know, I've had a tendency being in a um, MIS computer science background, having those degrees, it's you get tunnel vision on it. Mm-hmm. And you almost have to, like, untrain yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, the technology gets exciting, but the humans are what where the actual magic is. Well, and the nice part too is like, I mean, you're the same way. You love the technology, but you're a people person. Yeah, so the technology it's, it's a great should, mixture. Should like improve the customer experience, but not like. And you have a good work it. ethic, you know. So <laughs> those those three things are that that's magic in this industry. Yeah. So you mentioned your background. You had a degree in computer science. Yes. What brought you to Texas? Well, I moved here. My dad was here. So I moved, okay. I moved here in eighth grade and went to high school in Plano. Okay. But so. you're from Mississippi. Mississippi. And yes. you went to, I know very well that you went to school in Mississippi. Ole What's Miss. that school? Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Gotta say yeah. it. <laughs> and so, um, so I think I associate you mostly with Mississippi, but it sounds like you really grew up here in Plano. I did. And, but you know, we can go out and have a beer and my accent will slide back down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which high school did you go to in Plano? Plano Senior. Oh, nice. They didn't okay. have Plano West. I'm old. I wasn't there yet. Yeah, okay. I wasn't there yet. And so then you went to school in Mississippi and came back to Texas. I did. It took a while to it's, get out of school. It's hard to leave Texas, though. Like, people seem to I know you're a Cornell, Cornell guy. We're the Harvard of the South, as we like to say. <laughs> exactly. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. That's Vanderbilt. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so then what brought you back here? Did you, you did you go straight into real estate or did you do no. something? No. Oh, okay. gosh, no. I was not any – real estate wasn't even <laughs> on the brain. <laughs> yeah. That just – just dumb luck, uh-huh. really. Um, I did MIS, so I was web programming for different companies, really trying to find my way. Mm. And when I graduated – it was put your resume on monster.com and career builder. Yeah, you remember those? Yeah, so you probably graduated in early 2000s. Right, I did. Which is the same as me, yeah. So when we did that and we moved here and I bounced around from job to job trying to find it and just really felt lost. Uh-huh. And happened to start developing sort of an IDX website and I needed access to the MLS feed. <laughs> so I needed a license to do that. At least I think I did. And I so think I got, you did, yeah. Yeah, so I got my license 
and I needed to hang it somewhere. And uh, you know, I know someone at Keller Williams Plano that I went uh -huh. to high school with, and and That's yeah, right. yeah, Tony Brody. Yeah, and so uh, Tony and Denton Guam, those two guys, got me over to Keller Williams Plano. I stayed there for nine years right so did you and, and that's where we met right there right but did you start out on a team or did you start as a solo agent no so i was my last job was at mary Kay, and everyone says no oh, did you drive a pink cadillac <laughs> like no i was a web programmer <laughs> and but it i have to say i was very fortunate i have a buddy that's a lender mm -hmm. and he worked with veterans oh nice yep like yourself and it was uh, a lot of VA business. And then when I got my license in 2011, you know, getting closing costs and things like that was completely doable. Yeah. And people weren't scared of the VA loan and like, you know, because we have just this crazy. It was a way different market. Way different. So uh, I was able to come and go as I sort of as I pleased at Mary Kay. Um, <laughs> I could get my work, my full week's work done in a about a half a day. Oh, nice. And so. and it's it was one of those jobs where you just gotta kinda look at the clock. Mm -hmm. And it's horrible. Um but some jobs are like that. But, you know, it paid fifty bucks an hour. And I was billing out full weeks. Yeah. And then I was doing I think my first year part time in real estate, I did like sixty, seventy thousand in commission. Uh-huh. In addition to the salary that I had. So you had a great first year. Absolutely. And it was even one of those things like, when do I rip the Band-Aid off and stop this easy, like, it's not like that for, for most people. Yeah. And I was very lucky. And I like to think that, you know, God was kind of guiding me <laughs> a bit there. <laughs> yeah. and, and because whenever I got into it to get this IDX feed, like Zillow came out and truly, and I was like, oh, I'm done. Like, yeah, you're like, like okay, we, now, is, now what are we these doing? These big companies are, are <laughs> yeah. going to really take over. So, so, but yeah, and then I started generating my own leads on Facebook because my background, I knew how to do it. Yeah. Face, you could still get leads from Facebook uh -huh. that were okay. And that's where I started. And I did not start on a team. Yeah. I started, uh, then I got married. And I will tell you, this is a funny story. And I tell to every agent that joins our team. Okay is so my wife worked for the university of phoenix and she did enrollment and she worked there for years and like 10 years at least and her job was to basically listen to people make calls and critique them and i had never been in a sales job before uh -huh. ever i was a computer nerd <laughs> and so i'm like you still are a computer nerd absolutely no, absolutely <laughs> absolutely but i mean i was shy uh-huh and and people hard that, to imagine. Uh, right yeah. i know and so uh, she, we were just dating. She had a rental house in, in, uh, Lakewood and I lived in Lakewood Okay. and she sat there and she sat next to me. I was like, gosh, I've got these leads. I guess I need to call them. And she said, what would you like for me to sit right next to you and listen to you and, and critique you? I was like, absolutely not. That is, that is not happening. And it's like, you're going to stay up here. I'm going to close every door to the back of the uh -huh. house. I'm going to soundproof it for a while. So you don't hear anything. And I came out maybe two hours later and she, just dripping sweat. Uh -huh. She's like, how'd that go? I was like, that's the worst thing I've ever had to do in my life. And to call these people? Yes. It was terrifying. And then she just looked at me. She goes, hey, it's a muscle. You got to exercise it. And yeah. now I'm awesome at it. Mm -hmm. And I, I really, I, I tell that story to people because there is, you're new into this. It is kind of scary. Yeah. And that call reluctance is there. Like, what if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to? Well, the response to that's easy. It's like, that's a great question. I'll find out. Yeah. It's not well, hard. Yeah. Now you have a reason to call back. That's right. So yeah. it, it's easy. So that's uh, that's sort of the, the path into real estate. And so when she got her license, uh, we decided to do deals together. And I was generating her leads, you know, hus yeah. husband-wife team. And that's sort of where the team started going. And then she got pregnant with the twins. And... Uh, she is Guinness Book of World Records on maternity leave. So. <laughs> She's still on maternity leave. Eight, eight, eight years now, but it's a full-time job. Of so. course, yeah. <laughs> and so you've been growing the team since then. What does your team look like now? So we got it up to about 30 agents, and then we tore it down last mm -hmm. year. And we got it down to about you know a core group of 10 or 11. Okay. And so we're building it back up now and doing it correctly. So uh, I once saw... Lance Loken speak at the Angelica and he said, you know, I did everything wrong. 
And I went and spoke to him afterwards and I said, I'm so glad you say that because I feel like I'm on the same path. I'm doing it all wrong. And so we continue to learn. And I think that coaching is really important for somebody mm-hmm. who's been there and walked in your shoes to to guide you on how to do that. And I think for me, um, coaching started with like, are you, you know, the right leads and things like I that. I remember and, when you first signed up for coaching. Right. Um, and Quite and, a while back. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were there. So it was, um, you know, a buddy of mine, Mike Novak, mm-hmm. and in Seattle, he's the one that said, hey, you need to join this. And uh, it's like, well, what do you think I should do? He's like, hey, I just gave you the key. Go through the door, man. Yeah. And with way more colorful language, if you know Mike. <laughs> um, but, you know, the coaching was really instrumental. And we started just baby steps mm-hmm. and getting team agreements and things like that in place like do you have an assistant are you doing this the right way are you doing putting the cart before the horse by going out and get all these buyer agents and when do you get out of production and do you want to get out of production and and for me i did mm-hmm. the house is great uh, i like the analytics and the back end yeah. so and yeah. the team and right so then your coaching just just evolves and now my coaching is still a lot of fixing things of course. But also it is a lot of um, learning how to be a better leader mm-hmm. for our team. And I, you know, we all struggle with that at times. What, so. is that, what does that look like to you when you say be a better leader? Oh, gosh. Well, this I, is think, tri- I, well first I think a, I was a horrible one to start <laughs> I, I with. I doubt so. that. But this is a tricky business because it's kind of a free-for-all. Like, it's a, like to your point, it's a dynamic, dynamic industry. Things are constantly changing. But it's also like a free-for-all because there's no – like the coaching is super helpful because you can get some structure around a business where you could do all kinds of things. Right. And you can go all kinds of directions. Some work some work a lot better than others. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I, and I think the right coach matters, and I uh-huh. think you, you've you got to mesh with them. It's just yeah. like a, a team member or an employee or uh, – it has to be a culture fit no matter, no matter what or who the person is. So uh, for me on leadership, though, it was – learning how to inspect what i expect it was learning how to try and maybe take a breath or count to 10 like a seven-year-old like uh, i teach my kids uh-huh. um yeah because i'm a you know my personality is a high d high i uh-huh and that's funny because i'm the opposite i'm a high s right yeah and i can see that <laughs> and and so i have to learn how to communicate with the different people on the team and so but also just instill the things that I know to be true about real estate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's just continuing to tell people it's going to be okay. Just you're doing everything right. Gotta it's be patient. It's frustrating. And again, as a 44 year old, I will use the analogy that is completely lost on millennials <laughs> is that, you know, it's like, it's not like encyclopedia sales where it's just like this quick sale. You just go knock on the door and you buy something. It's like, no, this is going to take a while. Yeah. And, they're, and the agent's like, what's an encyclopedia? Right. So, <laughs> it's what Wikipedia was. Yeah, it's it was like, books. that's right. <laughs> Oh, it's funny to think about. Yep. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about was living in North Texas. Mm. And you have lived, you mentioned Lakewood. Right. And then I know you're in Prosper now, but it wasn't, you didn't go straight from Lakewood to Prosper. Where are some spots you've lived? We went from Lakewood to Frisco. Okay. And then to Prosper. So we... You were in Frisco for a while, weren't you? Four years. Four years. Four years. We built a house. I think we fall right in that timeline of when people move uh-huh. it's like oh this house is awesome i'm never leaving and then yeah three years go by and you're like there are things i want <laughs> yeah it's time to go well you know you have kids and uh for me i love frisco it's kind of gotten overcrowded for me your office is in frisco now too right it is yeah. we're 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 gonna move to, to plano but it's uh it's a temporary space right now so. it's funny because i you know, I'm a big fan of Plano. I actually feel like Frisco f- to your, feels more crowded than Plano, even though I think Plano has a much larger population for the time being. We also wanted more yard. Yeah. That's the that's These the newer neighborhoods one. really don't have a lot of yards. They don't. And so one of the things that we we got lucky again, it's just like, again, I, I said it earlier, it's a God thing mm-hmm. for, for me that these things just line up where we put our house on the market yeah. and we got our price uh-huh. and it's like... Well, we should probably go find a house. Yeah. <laughs> and and I thought we were going to have to rent. And then Lindsay went by an open house and she said, hey, you need to go see this house. And I said, do you like it? So, yeah, I was like, I don't need to go see it. Like, just write it off. Yeah. And it was really well priced. Mm-hmm. And I was able, I, I made, I did the silliest thing where I put this price on there that was like my kid's birthday. 
<laughs> and I put it in a letter, like all uh-huh. the things that they tell you doesn't work. Yeah, and, and it, it worked, and it and it did. Yeah. And I had one guy on our team that always put crazy numbers in his offers. I was like, that is the silliest thing to do. And uh, was it multiple offers? Oh, tons of oh, them. like thirty awesome. something offers. <laughs> and you know, and but we have like eight tenths of an acre, and nice, and it's in Prosper, which I feel is way smaller of a community. And and it's continuing to boom just like anything yeah. else, and so it'll just continue to grow all the way to until Oklahoma. yeah until we get to Texas. We're Oklahoma. not we're not leaving that house unless we're moving away out of Texas or yes out of Texas. Interesting. Okay, so what is it you like so much about Prosper? I like the small town feel. Okay. I like the I, I like the backyard. Yeah, I'm I'm the guy that can if it's raining I can just go sit out back and. As long as I'm not getting wet, I'm just like, I'm <laughs> just enjoying, the look, like the guy that will like raise his garage and just pull a chair uh-huh. out and just sit there, you know. Yeah. And it's, um, and for us, we're at home a lot more with kids. So yeah, I, and schools and kids. Yeah. And the get, schools there, so our kids go to Prestonwood uh-huh. and and Prosper, and they love their their friends. And so because of that, you know, my parents are divorced. Lindsay's parents were divorced. We don't want our kids to go through that. Yeah, and it, not the divorce part, but the having to start over with mm-hmm. with friends, and and that's tough. So, uh, but you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, life if, is it, funny. It is. So you know, she wants chickens. Our HOA won't allow chickens. <laughs> she she literally wants to move to Tennessee to have chickens. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, like sweetheart, that, that's that she might thinks not work she out. thinks she can get it through the HOA as a emotional support animal. But Maybe she could become the HOA president. <laughs> uh, gosh, please no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody needs to do that job. That's uh, chickens, huh? I guess certain neighborhoods in Plano you can have chickens. I guess it all depends. It depends. limitations on roosters. You don't have to have a rooster to get eggs. Right. So right. But the roosters are the noisy ones. Yeah, that's correct. So you know your chickens and roosters. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> um where are your plot spots to go and prosper? Like to go out to eat or I haven't figured that out yet. I feel like I've spent we, a lot of time up there, but we go to the gin. It's like G I N like yes, gin. Okay. It's like the, okay. Been there forever and the food is good. It's they have live music. And uh-huh. the kids can run around outside, and we're not—we're definitely not the um, the chain restaurant people. Not that we don't love Chick Fil A, of course, it's delicious. <laughs> of course. But you know, and that's more of the kids thing. And it's silly—we joke about like you know, again, seven-year-old twin boys—they eat the same thing at home that they do out. Like, hey, what would you like? We're at Bob's Steakhouse. Oh, do you have chicken fingers and, <laughs> and macaroni and cheese? <laughs> like, no. Yes, that'll be two hundred dollars. Yeah, so I think they're coming, but I don't. So Jin is the restaurant. Any other any other good spots up there? There, I talk about it like it's Oklahoma. So right, it's, it's not. It's like ten minutes from you. Correct. So it's you, we'll go into Frisco. We'll go to okay. Plano. We'll go to the shops. We'll go Lazy West. Uh, Salina, the square in Salina is great. Uh, the McKinney Square is great. So okay. just different places, but for the most part. You know, we, we've been blessed with Lindsay's family. My twin brother, I have a twin brother too, yeah. and he lives in, in Lake Highlands. So we see each other. And as a matter of fact, he came to my office yesterday. So, <laughs> and really freaked out a few of my uh, newer agents. And he just popped in and said, Hey, team meeting about to start. And <laughs> this new guy, uh, Nick, he was like, Wait a second. I That's remember <laughs> meeting your brother at like a party you guys were having. And it's like, I know this isn't Brent, but this is really weird talking to you right now. <laughs> and he came and played on our kickball team a few years ago. And one of the, the husbands of um, Brittany Smart, who you've met, uh-huh. her husband was like, when did Brent get all these tattoos on his legs? <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> he's, and his hair is so long. Like, what's going on? Gosh, this happened so quick. <laughs> so you and your twin are different personality-wise. We are, but we're just, we're still goofy. You know, we can... I, I know what he's going to say before I he bet says he knows it. what you're going to say too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So your boys will probably be the same way. They're fraternal. So Brad and I are identical. I think they're completely different. Really? Completely different. Yeah. Okay. So Grayson is uh, more of the sports guy. Ben's now getting into his new thing is, is Cub Scouts. And he loves it. Are you like starting to do Cub Scout dad stuff? So it just started a couple weeks ago and they had a camp out this past weekend mm-hmm. and Lindsay actually took him. Oh. 
Grayson had a baseball game and I'm his coach. So yeah. I'm his so assistant coach. Yeah. yeah, so it was Divide great. And conquer. He, they didn't spend the night. They went for all day and shot BB guns. And Where was it? It was in Camp Wisdom all the way south to Dallas, like by I-20. Uh-huh. You know Camp Wisdom Road? Yeah, I do. There you go. Interesting. That's I did pretty cool. Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts and all that. Were you an Eagle Scout? I was. Yeah. Surprise. Then you right. went right right into the army. Um, not right into the army. <laughs> I was things in between. <laughs> but um yeah, it was good good memories. That'll be fun for your son. It's good and because for you too. He, Yeah, well he's not in he's not so much into sports as his brother is. So yeah. when you're a boy it's everybody wants to play sports uh-huh. in and Texas, in Texas. Well, really anywhere. It's like whatever the sport is, <laughs> I think that there's something and we've gotten him into some other things like coding and uh-huh. wow. uh, piano. But what we found is he wants to be with other kids. Yeah. So we needed something more in that, that group environment. And I think he'll thrive in it. It's awesome. That's good. Awesome. Um, so you lived, you live in Prosper, yep. Frisco, Dallas. Yep. Somebody who's thinking about moving to Texas, what? Because a lot of people are. <laughs> what advice would you give to them? Well, I guess it depends on where they're moving from. Uh huh. For example, let's say California. <laughs> I think yeah, cr- crazy. Uh, you know, some of the things that we talk about is just how it's so much different than where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and you probably experienced this too, is like. We've actually lost clients because they showed up and then an ice storm happened. And like, what is happening out here? It's like, yeah. this is once every three years or two. Yeah, days. you just came like, in the wrong you, week. Right. And, or, you know, a to- oh, the tornadoes are just everywhere. And that's really You're like, what tornado? Yeah, right. <laughs> Although last week, my, my trampoline ended up in the front yard. So I don't know what happened. Wow. That's so, crazy. Yes. I was out of town, so I was oblivious to all this. Stay up to date on all things home and lifestyle with my weekly newsletter, Into the Weekend with Matt, where I share the latest real estate updates, new videos from my team, advice for both buyers and sellers, and more. To sign up, go to hastingsre.com slash ITW. That's H-A-I-S-T-I-N-G-S-R-E dot com slash ITW. But so yes, moving to, to Texas. So moving to Texas, I think you need to find out what they're their reasonings are. Mm-hmm. And I think it's different from for everyone. You know, when you have people that are moving for a job, where's their job? Do they have kids? Are schools important? You know, it's really just those probing questions that you ask yeah. whenever you're getting to know somebody. And I think that, you know, although we try and guide them to educate themselves on a lot of these things, and there's things we, we aren't going to talk to them about or aren't supposed to talk to them about. Um, but for me, I think my focus is in in North in the North Dallas area, and and so I've yeah. I really like it. I wouldn't live in South Dallas. And there's nothing wrong with living in South Dallas. Yeah, um, but I, for clients too, you're like, look, this is the area I know. But we love. If you Lakewood. want to go down here? I'm maybe not your best person because we don't know it. Well, that's what's yeah. nice about having a team, right? Yeah. So and and our team is spread out all the way from Collin County all the way down to Ellis County. So okay. So we're we're all over, and. For me, like we love Lakewood, and we sat there and we said, oh, you know, I don't think we'll ever leave Lakewood. It's awesome. <laughs> like and then now I'm like, man, I don't ever want to drive into Dallas if I can uh-huh. avoid it, because of the traffic and you know my my drive to work and back is pretty easy. So you're every, probably on the tollway. I've got my own little shot. bubble now, and yeah. it's just uh, I think as you get older, you just don't care about some of that stuff anymore. Well, and I think people forget how spread out North Texas is. It's like it's a huge, huge metro area, absolutely like big population, but it's spread over a lot of geography too. Oh sure, yeah. I mean because we're in Oklahoma in forty-five minutes, fifty minutes, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, there's there. What I do, what I don't like about it here is it's so much concrete, and there's less outdoor stuff, yeah. and there's less trees, and you know, again, coming from Mississippi and being able to go do those things if you want trees? to trees. There's a lot of trees in Mississippi. Sure, if you I want never, to go, go hunting or anything that. like that, you just you've got to go somewhere else. So yeah, like we're in a city, right? That's the challenge. Well, that's why Broken Bow has gotten so popular. Yeah, I wanted right? to ask you about that. So you guys recently got a built a vacation home up there. How did. did you choose that? Well, we had been going for several years with families. Okay. And so, and and then just like any other thing, we looked at the numbers. I'm analytical. <laughs> I, I looked at the numbers. We had a house in Florida mm-hmm. uh, on 30A in that yeah. area. And so 
I looked at what we were doing with that and its appreciation was considerable. Mm -hmm. So we did the 1031 into Broken Bow and you know, it should do better. Yeah. And then so we're building a second one. The other part of it too is while 30A was a nice idea, it we, we only, I only went to that house once in, in two years. <laughs> two years and I saw and, it once. And I only saw it once. Because it wasn't close. Right? It's all the we drove there. We drove there and drove back. And when we got back, I told Lindsay, I am never going to make that drive again. Ever. Yeah, yeah. It was miserable with kids. And she doesn't drive. I do all the driving. Oh, well, because I drive faster. Yeah, okay. So we're going to get there sooner. And so Broken Bow, though, is what, yep. an hour and a half? Probably two and a half. Okay. But that's just under what gets annoying. It's also a very pretty drive. Mm -hmm. So you've been out to Broken Bow. Yeah, right? I've camped out there. Yeah. So it is a pretty drive going through those little towns. And so, you know, there's plenty of fun stuff to do there. Every outdoor activity you can think of is there. And it's continuing to just blow mm -hmm. up. I haven't confirmed it, but I heard that Disney bought 400 acres out there. So... <laughs> I Follow like Disney. That's all speculation. Follow Disney. Maybe. Um, well, it's like a, for for Dallas people or DFW people. That's like a very popular spot. I hear that is what made Broken Bows. There's Dallas. so much money. Yeah, and it's so close. That is. I mean, I, I know people who own 10, 11, 12 of them. And oh wow! I we're we're working on our second one now. I don't know if I would build another one. It's going to get saturated, and it's mm -hmm. already getting saturated out there. Yeah. So. Uh, the one we just finished is is fine. There's nothing wrong. It's a nice nice cabin. It's great, and yeah. and it should rent just fine. So it's a good investment property, right? So and that that's how I see it. A lot of people don't realize that you know the biggest part of your retirement is usually real estate. Mm -hmm. So if you're not out there buying houses, I, know, I see these closings and these huge checks, and I'm like, whew, that's good. It, it is, yeah. but you know, it's getting owning doors and. Yeah. And I like the Airbnb side of it. What do you like about it? Well, it's short-term rental, clearly, mm -hmm. but it's less wear and tear on on your property. If they break things, they have to pay for it. Mm. And so we even have through, you know, we have damage protection and things like that up to like six, $7,000. So if anyone does anything, then it's handled and you have... We're property. That's the other thing too is we're property managing ourselves in Broken mm -hmm. Bow because we're so close, versus Florida, which we had to pay someone twenty three percent of everything we made, and now we don't have to do that. So that's a big difference yeah. in income. I so. hadn't thought about what that with Airbnb compared to a regular uh, lease. I've always been more biased towards telling people, yeah, like I think you should do a long term lease because it's steady, predictable cash flow. The game, you know, a lot of it, the game in real estate is appreciation. Right. But I didn't think about the damage, like you said, like a person who makes it their home is going to treat it harder than right. somebody who feels like they're a short-term guest. Well, I was thinking the opposite. I was actually thinking people coming in and out all the time where it would be worse on the house. Well, we were there for spring break because uh -huh. it just got done. It just got furnished. And we brought family there and we brought our dogs and we left going, we're never bringing our dogs again. <laughs> They just run off in the woods uh -huh. and, you know, they're, they come in muddy and gross and they can't get on anything because it's got to stay nice. And so it's different when we've been renting there for several years where you, I feel like as a renter of short term, you're going to certainly care less uh -huh. about what you're doing to that property. Uh, not that you're being disrespectful or anything like that, but you know, I'm fixing everything every second. Like, no, this is supposed to be like that. Get off of that dog. You're not allowed to do that. Well, if you're renting, you don't care. And yeah. so that part is a little weird, but I do want to kind of switch my focus to more things locally here. Mm -hmm. If it continues to appreciate the way it has been appreciating, what do you think? I think about like the real estate market uh -huh, here. Do you think it's going to continue to appreciate crazy? Well, I think it's going to be less than 2022. But I, I don't know if it can get any higher than that. Yeah, I still see a lot of appreciation in the cards for DFW, North Texas. Right. I mean, I think it's easy for people to forget the supply and demand is what sets the price. And there's major demand for moving here. And then the, you know, there's just not a lot of supply. What do you think when you started, what was the median sales price here or average sales price? 
Gosh, you know, I love the numbers. I bet in Plano it was probably around th- low threes, maybe 325. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. And you remember, you know, being a real estate agent, like, oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. And now, like, averages around 500. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be and shocked that's also if great. we were an average of 550, like in Plano. Right. By the end of the year. So it's wild to think that. And so while, while I look at the long-term hold game, where people will say, well, you might be making $200 a month. Well, your water heater goes out. There you go. Gone. You know, that's gone. So, um, but when it appreciates 100K in two years, go yeah. get, go get now, 10 of those. Do you think those. we're still going to see more of that? The 100K? <laughs> using the example I think of 500K, you, I think you need to be more careful with, with what you're investing in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could just be really willy-nilly, like everything was going up. Yeah. Well, I always tell people, hey, look, a rising tide lifts all boats. That's right. You're just, you got to be in the market and it doesn't necessarily, you can't game it too much. If you wait for the perfect scenario, uh, for the perfect scenario, you're going to miss your opportunity. Yeah. So it is unpredictable. I think that's a nice way to say it. right now is a lot of people have uncertainty, so they just don't want to do anything. I see that with a lot of our team's buyers where they're like, well, you know, they just don't have the certainty to want to move forward. And it's a tough argument when you say as a real estate agent, agent well, look at the historical interest rates because six is historically pretty good. Yeah. But, but all their friends who bought last year got three and a half. Right. <laughs> so like, like, well, on my house, it's like 2.25 or something like that. And that's yeah. just... That's, that's never coming back. It's never coming back. But... You also have to take into account, like, oh, well, look, they used to have 18% interest rates. And, like, well, a house used to cost $80,000. Yeah. So a little bit different. Yeah. I think my parents told me they bought their first house for 60000 and it was 18% interest, like, it, in it, the early It is 80s. funny as, you know, moving to Plano and then getting your real estate license and then just being bored one day and looking up what your dad paid for his house uh. back in the early 1990s. And I'm like, whoa. What? Yeah. That's crazy. We should still have that house. <laughs> yeah. Why did we sell that? <laughs> so you could buy a bigger one. <laughs> like, we just keep trading up. That's right. Yeah. So you're you're bullish still on 2023 real estate market. This might take away from that sure. conversation. Sure. Yeah. Why, why not? I feel like Dallas's DFW's insulated. I think that's the caveat too. Yeah. Like I think I'm bullish on North Texas DFW area. Well, most of Texas, but I know this better. I'm not bullish like on everywhere, like California, Oregon. I don't know those areas, but I also am less right. optimistic about those. I would be too. Yeah. Again, that speaks to my bias. So one of the other things I thought would be fun to talk about is entrepreneurship in North Texas. Awesome. Because you're an entrepreneur. You've grown yeah. your team. How many houses do you think you'll sell this year? Wow, that depends on the market. <laughs> I can tell you How many what, are available to I sell? Can, I can tell you. Well, you know, interest rates factor into it as well. Uh-huh. I... I'm hoping because last year we did 265. That's a lot of a lot of homes. A lot of homes, and I'm hoping we can get to over 300 this nice. year, maybe 350. Yeah, that's so almost a house a day. That would be a family. That a would day. be you know that would be a fun goal to say I, I yeah. only sold a house a day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But on that journey, because it didn't start with hundreds of houses, it started with a few, like we talked about before, and calling the Facebook leads. How would you say the environment is here for an entrepreneur? I mean, there's opportunity everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just got to go out there and, and take it. It's up to you to put in the work. Real estate's not easy. This is not yeah. easy. That's the biggest thing is, you know, the TV shows and the million-dollar listing. And, you know, you think Ryan Serhant started where he started? No. Uh, absolutely not. And did he have a leg up being, like, on soap operas and stuff? Absolutely. But it would be a quasi-celebrity, you know, going into it. I think about this a lot. I'm sorry I interrupted. No, go ahead. I, the, the good agents make it look easy. Well, you know, so that's where the team and leadership within the team mm-hmm. is important. So this team model is you do hire new agents. And you need to not only set expectations on how you're going to do this, because there's so much you could be doing. Yes, leads are nice. But there's you have a sphere of influence. And there are people that just moved here that mm-hmm. don't. And yeah. they want to get their real estate license. Where do I start? You need coaching. Those are the. I really think as a new real estate agent, you need to be on a team. Yeah, I think we have that, the same bias. And and it's, but I think that when we started, teams weren't like they almost had like a black mark against them. 
you know, and and not I, anymore. Not anymore at all. Not I think that close. I think that's the way it goes. Where you see that eighty, I, you know, they say the eighty twenty rule. I think it's more like ninety percent of the houses are sold by the top ten percent of agents. I think so. And you look at the numbers, and where you see people that are selling two or three houses a year, or one or none, they need to be on a team. They need help. They or need just to get because out of the they're industry. just like, now what do I do? Yeah. And that's when I got my real estate license. I said, okay, now what? I had no idea. And thankfully, I got lucky. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had people that guided me along the way. I, like I said, I worked at Mary Kay. My first deal was a guy that worked in the cubicle next to me. <laughs> and and I gave it to my sponsor at Keller uh-huh. Williams. And I said, hey, I don't even want the commission. I just want you to teach me. Yeah. And I was able to do that because I was getting a paycheck. So not everyone has that luxury. You know, you, you still tell people, you need to have six months worth of savings. Mm-hmm. And we had this meeting. Uh, I had a lunch meeting or breakfast meeting yesterday with one of our agents and just said, he's, I said, are you getting frustrated yet? He's only been doing this five weeks. Oh, wow. That's it. But you know what? He's gotten three buyer reps signed already. Wow. It's like, that's actually really impressive. You should be really proud. You're doing everything right. Keep doing it. What you do now and don't do now is what will happen in 90 days from now in real estate. So that's the tricky thing. It is. And it's a grind and you have to be able to grind, but entrepreneurship I am clearly all for it. Yeah. I'm always trying to think of different ways. And for our team, and again, this is you know something that I learned from my coaches, we want our team members to live the biggest life they can possibly live. Mm-hmm. And you know, if they win, I certainly win. Yeah. Uh, when they lose, I lose. And when they all lost, I lose big. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> when they all, but, but you know what? When they all win, I win big. Yeah. So it's it, it really averages itself out. And it's fun mm-hmm. and it's stressful. It's, you know, running a team is not for everybody. And I can tell you the doubt is there once a week. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yes. But, but, <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, I'm not in production. Mm-hmm. And so I have my weekends free, which is nice. Uh, I try to go home by, I'm supposed to go home by three. I go home by about five every day, yeah. unless it's piano day or something like that, a kid activity. Uh, but, you know, the goal is to take a month off this summer. I've never nice. done that. Yeah. Get out of here. Go somewhere. Where, where, where's your dream place to go for a month? Or is it going to be a series of places? I would love to do state parks. I think we are a little late on that apparently through my research you, you have, have to, to book for advance in yes. the summer yeah right so i would like to go somewhere we'll see here's what spawned this 114 115 degrees last summer it was miserable in july in texas last year it's not always that it was bad. a rough summer so bad and i said we're getting out of here let's go somewhere whether it's north carolina or colorado or you know bounce around mm-hmm. it doesn't matter let's go somewhere that's not 110 degrees yeah so so now that's your goal is okay, get the team running so I can take a month off. Right. Or travel for a month. And, and that's where we are now. You know, there's a book that I read called Who Not How. Mm-hmm. And making sure you you're got, the second person to tell me about that book recently. You need, you need to, it's, it, well, I have a long book list. Yeah. Yes. But I will tell you that book is, I listened to it and on my way to work and back, and it takes like two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And I, it's almost like the title is what I got out of it. Like, just hire correctly. Yeah. So not no. It's it, but it was worth me reading that to remember to, that. So you don't need to read it now. I just, oh, thank you. That's all right. Let me cliff, check out my cliff notes. Cliff <laughs> notes. Those are Brent notes. Um, the Brent notes. Those would probably be more humorous than cliff notes. <laughs> so yeah, Colorado. I mean, I, I love Colorado, which we've talked about before. Awesome. And I I think a lot of the really affluent families in like the Park Cities own homes in Colorado for that mm-hmm. very reason to skip the heat in the summer. It is, and that's what started. Colorado is the reason that I started investing in Airbnbs because I wanted to get one. We love going to Snowmass Village right mm-hmm. outside of Aspen. And uh, so there was one, and I started doing the numbers on it. It's like, and, and it was like 600,000, a little ski in, ski out. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, it's not that anymore. I wish yeah. oh, I, okay. wish I yeah. had bought it. <laughs> it's like 1.8 now. Right. And, uh, but I started looking at the numbers and like, okay, they want three grand a month for HOAs and they take 50% in property management. It's like, well, unless I'm paying cash, I'm not making any money at all. Mm-hmm. So that's out. And, you know, I called a fraternity brother in Florida and he said, yeah, here you go. So we went 
that route. And it was great. You know, it'd make it income 75, 80 a year. And that was lucky timing too, because Florida, like in the last couple of years has blown up. Well, you know, this in will, a good way. this will blow your mind. I won't say his name, but I asked him the other day, I said, you know, how was your, this maybe a couple months ago, I said, how was your year last year? And he's like, oh, man, I think I sold less than 20 houses. Uh-huh. And I said, well, that had to have been okay though. Like at least <laughs> 30 million in volume. He's oh, 62. <laughs> <laughs> You ready to move to Florida? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Our price points on our team <laughs> like are not even close to that. Three point something? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The it's records. a different dynamic completely. Completely. I think about that when you know you talked about um, the conversation, like, what am I doing running a team or like in real estate? I sometimes think about that. Like, maybe I should change the approach completely and just do like luxury. Just be me. I still like having a team. Your, I do too. Your team is growing. Yes. Who's the ideal agent for your team? Oh my gosh. Culture fit's number one for us. Yeah. So you have to be a culture fit. You know, you can't have, you know, one bad apple spoils the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's, that's the beginning of it. You've got to have a work ethic. We used to do a lot of personality assessments mm-hmm. and seeing what your disc profile is. Yeah. Now we use something called the widget. And it's a different, heard yeah, of that. You, yeah, it's, it's right up your alley and stuff. And it's again, through our, our, our coach. Uh-huh. And, uh, one of the coaches in our coaching system is coaching one of our, our VP of sales. Okay. And so he loves this widget and it stands for, and if he ever sees this, probably going to butcher it, but it's like wonder invention, detractor, galvanizer, uh, enabler and tenacity, I think is what. So the, you, people are rated on like this. Yes. Yeah, so you have your what's what's called a, work, a working genius. And oh, I like that. Yeah. So I found out I was actually really irritated when I did mine. <laughs> but I'm not a genius. Yes. Right. <laughs> I, I was really frustrated, and because oh, I'm definitely a wanderer. Like I'm always uh-huh. heads always in the clouds, thinking of different ideas. And uh, it came back that my working genius was like detractor. Like I'm the guy who pokes holes in every idea. And now that I've gotten that, I see myself doing it. Yeah, I can see that. All Yes, yeah, yeah, you're like, that's totally yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was inventor. So I got that one going Okay, too. maybe I should take this now. But I'm you know, when, but when you're hiring it, it's $20. Go take it. It's yeah. easy. And so whenever you're hiring like a transaction coordinator, they mm-hmm. need to fall within a certain category so you know their personality can can handle it. Yeah. And so we are right now hiring a client care person and sort of business development. And that person needs to be a galvanizer. Mm-hmm. And this person is that we're hiring and they'll start on Monday. Nice. So, um, you know, our head of sales is a one and our head trainer is is a wanderer. And it's just it's interesting it's fun how, to see how they come together. Right? It, it really is. It really yeah. is. And our like operations person is tenacity and and detractor and we and we but heads i think i know your operations person you know is. exactly who and, and if she says this she's like yeah yeah um, she knows it that's funny um so you're hiring if people want to want to apply they can find you online i'm sure gosh my team will make fun of me for saying this because it's one of my catchphrases uh-huh. google it you can find of me of course it's not that hard um now you've been talking a lot about your coach. You got your host co-hosting an event with him coming up. I think. Yes. Right? So my host is, uh, or my coach is uh, Eric Hatch with okay. Hatch Coaching. He's one of the top twenty coaches in the country. And this is uh, at the beginning of the year. He challenged me to give back more. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, we're tithing charity because we do those things. And we just kind of came up with like, why don't you come here and come see our team. And so he wants to do that. He's got a couple other Texas. He's making his little Texas tour. <laughs> Texas, okay. Yeah, so he'll do College Station and then come up here and then go to Abilene. And and so while he's doing that, I said, well, why don't we spend another day and give back to the real estate community? Because let's be honest with each other. There is enough real estate business for all of us. Mm-hmm. and Especially here. Especially here. And it's one of those things like uh, we're going to do it at Glen Eagles on April 18th, you and your team need to be there. Okay. Duly noted. Duly noted. So what, but you know, what I tell people is, you know, if you're out there selling three, four houses a year, what does it mean to you? If you can double that, if you're doing Mm -hmm. 10 and you can start doing 20, if you walk away from three hours, it's better than any CE class you're going to take. 
Yeah. And, and it's not like, hey, go buy leads. That's not where it's not, hey, we're building a team. We're not talking about that stuff. He's going to be talking about the eight things you need to be doing to double your business. And it's going to be a lot of this stuff that's um, working your sphere correctly and how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be a lot of that. And it's going to be really interesting. So um, we're trying to get as many people there as so we can. So is it by invite only or somebody listening who's an agent could come? Yeah, they can absolutely. It's, okay. It's $20. I've got to pay for it somehow. Yeah. Glen Eagles isn't cheap. Yes, I'm well aware. (laughs) Awesome. Well, so if somebody wants to get a hold of you more broadly, just Google it. Well, realistically, it's pretty. This is a really original email address. Uh Brent at (laughs) BrentGermanyTeam.com. That's going to be a tricky one. It is. Awesome. And I wish I had. It's too late now, but I wish I had thought something cooler. It started as the Germany team, mm-hmm. and then we started getting people asking us, like, are you like a German bobsled team or like some sort of Olympic thing? And it's like, no. You're like, no, we don't specialize in people and from you, Germany moving to you, Texas. You know, we talked to someone last year who said that, she's like, you know, we just, y'all are, we thought you were Russian. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was really confusing. Huh. Yeah. Strange. I think, I think there is a trend of real estate teams, like, switching away from the team leader's name to, like, a, like a brand. I, I wish we know. had done that. Yeah. I'm not the I, apparently I'm not the the wanderer, right? So uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything creative, yeah. and didn't take the time to do it. And maybe I set some limiting beliefs on what we are able to accomplish in real estate, uh-huh. and that may be the biggest thing because once we hit coaching, we we've doubled our business every year. That's so awesome. It, it is, and it's it's so we've been blessed and really fortunate. But I am not the spotlight guy. I'm the guy that just like would just wants to do the work Mm -hmm. and I wish it wasn't my name, honestly. Really? I do. Let's think of a name. What could it be? I don't know. Oh, there's a lot. Well, also like the web address is so long on our emails. There's (laughs) a lot to, I I really wish I had thought of something shorter. So I have a problem for, for us because I have a Hastings RE, right? Yeah. That's great. So we've shortened it, but they have the I in my last name, which is, that's the legal name. But right. of course, people don't think about that. So there's commonly misspelled. And I'm like, I wonder how many missed emails or missed opportunities are there. Because we just this. need to ask Chat GBT to <laughs> think of a nice name and then there we get go. them to design us something. And we're done. I have a, um, a friend who is building a whole business and using Chat GPT as like, how do I do it? Like, how do I do the brand strategy? And like, he's really learned how to prompt it to give him the answers he needs and like do the market data and research all that. It's so cool. I don't know if I believe my friend who said he got them to write 150 performance reviews for his employees. I don't know that I believe that either. It doesn't sound very custom. But but when I saw my brother yesterday, he said he used it to build a website and mm-hmm. for a nonprofit that he's trying to do. And, and it did the code and everything? Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mind-blowing. Right? Yeah. It's that's ma- a rabbit the, hole. It's the matrix. Yeah. It's the matrix. We're living in the matrix now. Well, I really appreciate you joining yeah. me today. Is there anything you wanted to chat about that we we missed in this conversation of Oh my gosh, all things you and I could chat all day long. I know. But it's, it's always uh, enjoyable. No, this has been fun. I appreciate you coming and I wish you continued prosperity this year appreciate and it. beyond. Have you been thinking about moving to North Texas? Maybe you're looking in Plano, Dallas, Frisco, or the surrounding communities. Each year, our team helps dozens of families make the move to Texas. We'd love to help you begin your journey. Learn more on our website at HastingsRE.com. That's H-A-I-S-T-I-N-G-S-R-E.com.